0: Welcome to Narrow Way to Broadway, a podcast for people of faith with a passion for the arts. Each episode is designed for the thespian and non-thespian and the believer and non-believer alike, navigating topics affecting the hearts, minds, and homes of artists everywhere. Enjoy the show.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to season number four. We're here.
0: It's so exciting. I I can't believe... I honestly cannot believe that this is the fourth season of Narrow Way to Broadway, and I'm not saying that like annoyingly or facetiously. I really, it is only by God's grace and God's power that we are here today, Philip.
1: Yeah, like this. I mean, I know we're con- we're like a year and how far
0: into this? We started and- in May of 2020, so like a year and okay. five months.
1: Wow almost a year and a half into For this. Four I know four I know. seasons, a year and a half m- might not make sense. We're we're going to go with it. Just believe. Yeah, we're just going to just go. have faith. Kind of just yeah.
0: start the seasons whenever. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. Um, yeah. So just to give everybody a little bit of info on what this episode is going to be. Um, Philip and I are going to start with just some like fun, you know, rapid fire questions. We realize that you all don't get to know us super well. Um, on the episodes, we always love to focus on the stories of the people that we're interviewing. But this is just for you to get to know us. If you're new, welcome. If you are a narrow to Broadway uh, regular, welcome back. Um, these are questions we we don't think you know the answers to, but we're gonna we're gonna do that. So, Philip, if you want to kind of explain, well, I guess I just explained the premise.
1: Yeah, we're gonna do some rapid fire questions. We we love them around here. Also. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you're like new to narrow way to Broadway or if you listen to narrow way to Broadway, like please share this on your Instagram story and with your Mm -hmm. friends and, and talk about it because this is the only way you are the only way you are plan a, and there is no plan B of how to get this out to other people. So if you know other believers and artists, um, share it with them, um, find your favorite episode, something like that. And it might encourage them. So,
0: Yeah totally
1: there's my little plug for for us but Love yes it. we're going to do some rapid fire questions i'm going to kick things off emma what mm-hmm. is the like make or break thanksgiving food for you if this is not on the table at thanksgiving it's not thanksgiving in your opinion
0: um definitely sweet potato casserole my family oh, wow. i know this is rapid fire but my family loves sweet potato casserole and we have a very specific way that we do the, that we do it where we We actually triple the topping recipe. So like we do the normal sweet potato base, but then we triple the topping, which is basically just brown sugar and like pecans and butter. Um, And then we definitely don't put marshmallows on the top. I don't know. I don't know if any of you out there love the marshmallow moment at the top. Not not me. But that's my answer to that question.
1: Yeah, I'm a marshmallow guy, but Mm. it's because I can't do can't do the nuts. I'm having nut allergy. Right. yeah, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Defining characteristic of myself. Okay. Next, what is your dream vacation inside the United States?
0: Ooh. That's a great question. I would love to go <clears throat> gosh. Whoa. I would love to go to like Vermont or Maine, like somewhere in there in the in the fall, like in this season.
1: Yeah. Get a lobster roll.
0: Get a lobster you know, roll. Be by the water. Ride around in
1: a fancy car. Maybe yes. go on a sailboat if it's not, <laughs> not too cold. Precisely. Um, okay. Next question. What are you watching right now? Like Netflix? Um, uh, there's five thousand things. Disney Plus. Is there anything you're watching right now that you're really enjoying?
0: Um, I just watched, and I'm not I'm not finished with it, but I'm watching Only Murders in the Building. Um, which is Steve Martin and, uh, Selena Gomez and Martin Short, And it is, let me just tell you, it is just good, clean fun. And honestly, that is so rare nowadays. I feel like everything I turn on, I'm like, what in the world am I watching? And what is this like polluting my brain? I, I thought this show was just really good, clean fun. And I think Steve Martin is the greatest actor of our generation. So there we go.
1: Wow. Amazing. Bold statement. But I, you know, we I love Steve Martin um, Incredible. and I'm also watching it right now and it's oh, so, so good. Yeah. It. It's fantastic. Okay. Next yeah. question. What podcast are you listening to at the moment that you're really jo- enjoying?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm listening to uh, the rise and fall of Mars Hill. Okay. Very thought provoking, very uh, convicting. And, but it's also like just really cool to listen to it. It's kind of the first of its kind. I also – I mean now that my new job, which we'll talk about in a little bit, is all podcasting, I just – I kind of listen to everything now. So I listen to a lot of – I listen to 30 Minutes with the Perrys with Jackie and Preston Perry. Um, mm. I listen to a podcast called Behind the Bliss, which is just one I've listened to since college. Um, I, You know, I used to love listening to true crime podcasts, but like I don't know what happened in my spirit. I just like can't do it anymore. Um, Mm. and so I don't really listen to that anymore. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I, I always listen to the Bridgetown church sermons and a lot of like the John Tyson. Oh, I'm obsessed with the live no lies podcast, which is connected to the book that John Mark Comer just wrote. It is fantastic.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 Definitely want to check that out. Um, and is there a, like a stage production, like show that you're looking forward to seeing in the future? you know or or coming up soon yeah
0: funny that you ask actually tonight I am going to see um what the constitution means to me um okay at the Chicago theater um I'm very excited to see it it was I think it was here before COVID but then it shut down or maybe mm, I don't know it's a touring production but I'm very excited to see that so I'm seeing that tonight I love it We,
1: I mean we both have some that I'm really looking forward to because they're close to us so i i think i'm really looking forward to number one the hairspray national tour
0: yes it's gonna be so
1: fun so So exciting yeah and um also our friend in the officer and the gentleman national tour our friend wes um making a big star and role so i'm excited to see him in that too but
0: Mm -hmm. it's just so fun to see like people our age because it used to be kind of people i look up to but now it's yeah, my friend Kelly's in the Cats tour. She she listens to Narrowway to Broadway, so shout out to you, Kelly. My friend Jake is in the Escaped to Margaritaville tour. It's just fun. It's just so fun so to cool. see all of our friends. So, yeah. Okay, was that all five of my questions?
1: That was your five questions.
0: Okay. Now, now here are yours. Okay. Philip, where are you right now? Slash, tell me three items that you can see and touch right now.
1: Oh wow. Um. So I'm sitting at my desk in my bedroom. In Clemson, South Carolina, uh, 121 College Heights Boulevard. Uh, Don't know if I should give my address out. Maybe cut that. The internet, but I might cut that out. Um, But yeah, I'm sitting at my desk, and three things that I could touch right now are um, I have my Lord of the Rings box set on my desk of books, not the movies, which I do love the movies, but um, a box set. I have a vase. That okay. says um, "cut down in their prime" on the front with mm-hmm. some fake eucalyptus leaves in it from the Hearth and Home section at Target. Um, and also, you're gonna hate this, but um, <laughs> Carrot Man, you're kidding, is is staring directly at me right now.
0: Wait, wait, okay. Well, have we ever told the listeners about <laughs> Carrot Man?
1: I don't know if we've talked about Carrot Man before. Okay,
0: give give a brief synopsis of who and what Carrot Man means it just is.
1: Yes, so Carrot Man <laughs> is the closest thing to an idol that has existed in my life (laughs) like a physical idol um but carrot man was basically so you know like flat stanley or something like that that you had as a kid where you would like go around and take pictures with him well flat stanley was kind of like that to the theater department at coastal Mm -hmm. while we were there at least he was in my mind and carrot man is this like really it's this wooden carrot figurine very disturbing yeah um very weird smile he kind of has a different expression depending on where you are in the room and so carrot man has an instagram Mm -hmm. i won't share it with you you don't need to let that that energy and in in presence into your life right because i don't know if it's good or bad (laughs) still but basically we would take pictures of carrot man he would be like in shows at coastal like hidden on the set or um he would post pictures of him like in in like show photos from shows at Coastal. And then one day Carrot Man got kidnapped and I was literally blackmailed. Um, Mm -hmm. But he belongs to our friend Michaela. And somehow I have ended up with Carrot Man after all of these like fiascos and him being stolen and our, and houses being broken into to steal Carrot Man and um, Carrot Man being kissed by entire cast before shows Mm -hmm. for good luck. So COVID, kind of pre-COVID, (laughs) pre-COVID. (laughs)
0: <laughs> maybe carrot man started yeah, covid
1: maybe carrot man started covid because i the, the would not put it past him
0: yeah i wouldn't either that's actually hilarious i'm glad that the listeners were, i feel as though if i had to pick an object that describes like philip's brand of humor i would pick carrot man yeah <laughs> it's so true yeah. okay anyways um, i don't okay. think we
1: can post a picture of carrot man on why our story though i don't know why? He kind of kind of it's freaking me <laughs> out these days
0: sure well, okay, we won't then. Um, okay, question number two this is a, a, a question courtesy of our good friend Merck. Um, okay, this is a question he likes to ask at parties, like, he actually asks this at parties. Great, what is the most annoying thing about you?
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I think I divert conversation okay. a lot to like, I don't know, to just stupid stuff, and it's like, that's not like we weren't talking about that philip sure um
0: okay that's yeah. a good answer i
1: think i think that's the most annoying thing about me
0: okay cool yeah. uh question three modern or classic
1: oh classic
0: okay great i like how you didn't even ask for like clarification on what i was referring to because i i wasn't going to give you any clarification okay classic that makes sense yeah classic okay question four What's the worst job you've ever had? Oh.
1: Um, worst job I ever had was Outback Steakhouse in oh. um, in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. That was a nightmare.
0: Wait, I didn't know that you worked there.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I worked there. I worked there for a solid three weeks. Mm. Um, as a server? One day. Yeah, as a server. Okay. Yeah. Um, Came in and I was doing the Lost Colony at this point, an outdoor drama right in the sand, on the ocean, in the heat, wearing colonial clothes. And then during the day, I was working at the steakhouse and I just could not do the like, I smell like meat all day and smell meat all day right. <laughs> and then go <clears throat> smell like meat in the sand, wearing colonial clothes,
0: mm-hmm. in the
1: heat. I couldn't do it anymore, so
0: that makes sense. I had to
1: shut that down. And then I went and worked at a shoe store, which was a great job.
0: Fantastic. Love to hear it. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Um, what's your favorite kind of cheese?
1: Ooh. I don't know. It depends on what I'm, what I'm eating, but this is like, if I, if it's on like a cheese plate, yeah. people think I'm like a psychopath for this for some reason, <laughs> but the Swiss cheese is what I'm going for immediately
0: interest like a block of swiss cheese or like, like a slice like a block
1: of sw- like a slice of swiss cheese like i mean i don't buy swiss cheese at the store typically right. um but if there is swiss cheese on a cheese plate i am only eating the swiss cheese
0: wow okay well that's good cuz no one else will
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i love Fantastic.
0: it love to hear that yeah one. okay cool those are fun that was fun okay that so now now we're just going to like kind of give everyone uh, an overview quickly of just our new season. So this is season four of narrative Broadway. If you didn't already know, typically in our seasons, we've done an interview and a prayer and meditation that go by that go every other week. So they, they alternate one another. Um, we kind of wanted to switch it up this season. We're changing it up. We're changing it up. We're so pumped. So we're doing, um, five interviews. So like typical interview style, which we've already got some people recorded, which is so fun. And they've been amazing so far. Um, so we're doing five interviews, five prayers, typical kind of what we've done before. And then we're introducing five, um, we're calling them talk back episodes. So kind of reminiscent of a post show discussion where we're going to get totally normal people in our lives, like non-theater people who enjoy art to experience a piece of art together. Um, and then just to talk about it. I think that sometimes, it's easy to be really critical of the art if you have a background in theater or a background in the arts so then a lot of the discussion kind of leans towards like how were the performances how was the set how were the costumes rather than like what was this piece of art trying to tell me and then like where do we see Mm -hmm. god weaving in and out of this piece um so we're really pumped about that philip what do you have to say about that? yeah
1: yeah i'd say like for example what this would look like let's take a show like Les Mis, Any show that we name we could find like spiritual themes in or stuff like that. But mm-hmm. easy example, Les Mis, God is all in that show. And I would sit down with my roommates who are both engineers and we mm-hmm. would watch Les Mis and then we would talk about it. Yeah. So within that we're going to be talking about like the show itself and mm-hmm. you know what they thought about different parts but also we'll talk about some of the faith Aspects. So, for example, the last line of Lim is is to love another person is to see the face of God. We could talk about that for an hour right Mm now, Um, and that's the kind of conversations we'll be having. Just to give some perspective, and um,
0: yeah, so we're pumped about that. Um, It's gonna be really fun. What's next, Philip? What are we doing next? Yeah,
1: so we're just going to give a little bit of a life update for each of us. I think um, we've made it. We've announced that we're doing some different stuff right now just in our lives than we were pre-pandemic, pre-COVID, and pre-intentions of, like, even starting the podcast. So we just want to give you a brief overview of what we're doing right now, what our roles in our life are at the moment, and, you know, how God is sort of moving in that. So do you want to start or do you want me to start, Emma?
0: I can start. You go for it. <clears throat> um, so yeah, so perhaps the biggest life update that I have is that I just started a new job a couple months ago um, at the Moody Bible Institute. Um, I'm in a new position called podcast content manager, which is really fun because if you are someone who has been listening to Narrow Way to Broadway for a while, especially if you listen to our New Year's resolution or New Year's moment episode, I one of the things that I was praying for and praying that God would open doors for is that we could somehow do Narrow Way to Broadway more full-time or do Narrow Way to Broadway and have it be a more, like, sustaining thing. Um, and, yeah, so just I just remember praying, like, God, if I could do this for my life, like if I could make this, um, you know, something that I could settle on or more substantial – would you open that door and god has just been so kind and yeah i applied for this position and emailed, or and interviewed for it for like a couple months um and i'm just producing podcasts that's all i'm doing for for my job um so yeah right now we're in development for a couple of really cool new podcasts that are going to be coming out in the spring we have our current existing podcast which is amazing called becoming well which is all about um, the intersection of faith and mental health, which is um, mm-hmm. hosted by two of our, uh, two of the counselors, uh, they're licensed clinical psychologists at Wow, the, um, I didn't know that. Dr. Deb Gordon and Mary Hendrickson. Yeah. And they're, they're amazing. And they, they have some really great content and really great episodes. They're also like pals, they're friends. Um, so it's really fun to just be in meetings with them and talk to them about like, what are we, what do we actually want to talk about? And they talked about like, like family dynamics they talk about like self-care what does that actually mean and what does it mean during like a time of the election they did an episode for that and so it was it's really great so I'm doing that yeah podcast content manager is my title I'm actually sitting in a studio right now which is so funny the upgrade of me formally sitting in my tiny little closet in Chicago like holding the mic up to me to record these episodes I'm now and like i state-of-the-art podcasting recording studio, which is so incredible um, and I'm so grateful. So that's kind of what I'm doing. Um, I got the job because my now boss actually had reached out to my boyfriend on LinkedIn and was like, hey, I noticed that you have some radio experience because he like announced soccer games in college and he was like, are you interested in applying for this position? And if not, do you know anyone who would be? And so I just got referred to him. It was just crazy because I didn't even, like, see it on there. I, I was kind of, like, beep around for some other jobs. Um, and God has just been really kind in ushering me into this. I think, Philip, you and I were praying before this, and you said something of, like, you were praying that God would continue to affirm that you are still an artist, um, even though perhaps you're not, like, doing the audition grind anymore or you're not um, – quite pursuing a side hustle with auditioning Um, and I think that that's something that I'm really coming to terms with and realizing too is like you know God is an artist and he created the world and like he's a he's a visual artist and he's a storyteller and all this kind of stuff and um, yeah I think that right now I feel like an artist in a totally different way which is really cool really exciting I'm telling other people's stories um, and it's just a different medium but yeah, so that's where I'm at right now, which is so fun. Um, Yeah, still living in Chicago, doing the good stuff, really high hopes, really exciting things for Narroway to Broadway this season.
1: Yeah, Uh I, I don't know why I just thought about this. I saw a meme the other day um, <laughs> and <laughs> just thinking about us doing the podcast, you working in podcast. I thought we we get a kick out of this, but it was <laughs> it said, I'm just saying the old testament was originally an audiobook and i was like wait oh, yeah. what <laughs> and that I, oh my <laughs> gosh it literally killed me i cackled about it my entire drive
0: you posted toward... that on your in- on your instagram
1: <laughs> yeah i did um yeah. but oh my goodness it's i mean if yeah it it was all oral you know sp- right in the way that it was it was just spoken to the people um i'm yeah. also listening right now to I think the reason why I thought it was so funny is I'm listening to a 16 part, a it's a 16 hour study of the Book of Leviticus. Oh my! And Emma, just it some light is listening on believe, like oh my gosh, it's the guy that's teaching it is hilarious. But just Where is the it? con- it's on Theosu, which if you've never heard of Theosu, and you're looking to like really delve into some deep theological content.
0: Wait, what are you saying? What is the word you're saying?
1: Theos like T or T H E O S. Yeah. So it's Latin.
0: Okay, and um, you you. So, so like Theos God University. University. University.
1: Yes. Um
0: Theology University. So, the study of God University. Yes. So
1: it's theology Netflix, basically. So they have all of what? these courses that they create on like Leviticus. I just listened to one called um the order ordered okay, let me get it get this correct order salutis, which is the order of salvation. Um, And it's Mm -hmm. just like deep, deep theological content, but also hot takes and hot topics on current situations that we're facing with like deep biblical theological truths and information in it. It's really interesting. I think it's like 11 or 14 bucks a month or something like that. But if you really want to like study hardcore, some scripture, get seminary Mm -hmm. level courses for $11 a month, Mm -hmm. you need to get they ask you. Yeah. It's a great way to spend time when you're like just driving around or, you know, around the house to learn a little more yeah. about like the deepness and the vastness of, you know, what God has given us in his word in your everyday yeah. life and everyday moments. Anyway,
0: we'll put a, this, we'll put a link. We'll link to, to it. it in the right next to the picture of Carrot Man. Yeah,
1: we'll link it right next to the picture of Carrot Man. Honestly, the people at Theosu would absolutely love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Carr- Carrot Man and Theosu
1: humor is very similar. So
0: oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it.
1: Well, anyway. Um,
0: Philip, what are you up? What are you up to, <laughs> well, my friend? What's what's
1: new? Outside of studying the book of Leviticus right now, um, we are here in Clemson, South Carolina, and I am working for New Spring Church full-time. So if you've heard recently, I like moved here to do an internship with the New Spring. Campus in Clemson. So, New Spring is a multi campus organization. It's a mega church. I'll use the word, we're not scared of it. Um, but we have 14 campuses across the state of South Carolina, with the main campus being in the upstate of South Carolina and Anderson. Um, and the church is 21 years old, and I'm hopping in on it. So, uh, my internship finished up, and I was really fortunate to only have like two months really of being um, unemployed and looking for a job and just like nothing was coming through. And there was a position that looked like was going to happen at new spring um, that didn't happen. And then the day that position didn't happen, another position opened up at new spring. That um, is the job that I currently get to work. And it's called, I am, my official like role title is digital producer. Um, So it's come true. I want to be a producer. Wow. Um, I am a producer. Yeah. So any content that you see created from New Spring Church that's online, um, online based, I probably sent an email about it. So mm-hmm. we did have an episode with um, Christopher, not Christopher Smith, um, Kevin. Oh, gosh, I'm messing. With, not Kevin Cloud. Oh, gosh, Philip. Bruce Long. Bruce Long. There we go. My man, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. We film those all really close to each other. So that's why I'm. I'm getting confused, but Bruce Long. So he's a producer, a Broadway producer. um, And he kind of gave a really great explanation of what being a producer is. Um, So funny that I didn't have this job when we talked to them, but I'm now also a producer and a producer is basically someone that um, deals with a person place or thing of a project. So when it comes to casting Mm -hmm. for projects, I get to cast the people. I get to find the people. I get to choose which stories are told. Um, I get to find the locations that we're going to shoot videos at, whether that be our own studio, uh, different campuses all across the state of South Carolina, or whether that be, you know, we're going to this like chapel to film this music video that I'm creating right now, or, um, we have to do this video conference for such and such ministry at our church um, with John Tyson in New York, which is something that I just got to do recently. And, um, it's just a really cool job. And honestly, like a big part of my job is, is storytelling. So what Mm -hmm. I get to do for a, a big, big part of my job is speak directly to people in our church of, you know, thousands and thousands of people and say, Hey, on behalf of new spring church, we have been really inspired by your story. And, and we want to share it with our our platform, like on our social media platforms. And I get to pastor people through that process of creating and crafting and sharing their story of what Jesus is doing in their life. So yeah,
0: yeah. so kind of our template yeah.
1: is um, that we try to base everything around that we do. And it's so simple, but it's it's been so rich. It's like such a deep well as everyone, everywhere, everyday relationships with Jesus is what we want to see. Um, so yeah. I get to pastor people through the, like, through those three things, which is really, really cool. And I love it.
0: Yeah. That's incredible. That's so fun. Yeah. I think probably something people are wondering is, did you like, probably for both of us are like, did you quit acting? <laughs>
1: <laughs> did I quit, quit acting? Um,
0: like, like, are we, are we, cause you know, it's interesting. We both started this podcast I think, you know, and could provide a lot of empathy for the acting grind, like the acting thing, auditioning, filming, doing theater on contract, all that stuff. So I think that one question, like someone just straight up asked me the other day, like, do you miss acting? Um, So I don't know. We didn't really plan on talking Mm. about this, but I think –
1: yeah, no, we yeah, need to talk about should, it. Let's talk about it. Maybe we should talk about
0: it. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Did I quit acting? The answer is, <laughs> wow. Um, you know, I guess in this moment, the answer is yes. Um, it's not something at the moment that I feel artistically God is is saying that is for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean I don't love it. That doesn't mean I... I don't get to be a part of it every single day. So like in my job, I'm literally, you know, w- hiring actors a lot of time. So I'm still working yeah. in the artistic and creative world. But God is, I think, uniquely positioned me to, with the experience that he's given me as an actor to understand, you know, mm-hmm. like I was saying, when I get to reach out to people for these stories, like, you know, when you're in the audition process, and you're waiting to hear any, like literally anything, because most of the time you're shouting into the void um, mm-hmm. just with things it, when you submit for projects. And, you know, currently I get to be the person in, just an example. Like I get to be the theater company that's reaching out to you saying, Hey, we want to hire you or Hey, we want to yeah. call back. Um, and on, that's like just the coolest thing to get to be Yeah. in that, you know, I don't like to say the other side of the table kind of thing. Cause we're all sitting at the table right. together. You know, there's not just one side mm-hmm. to a table. Um, but I get to be, you know, sitting in this, in this world and say, Hey, we want to like, we want to share your story and we want to
0: mm-hmm.
1: uplift your, your voice and what God's doing in your life. So in a way, yes, I have, qu- I am not actively auditioning for things and, um, That doesn't mean maybe one day I won't do it again because I really do love it and I do miss it. Like absolutely do miss it. There's nothing more that I Mm -hmm. like to do than being like the community theater production of Elf the musical that's happening in my town (laughs) this Christmas. But I just know that that is not what God's called me to it this moment. And some days it's really hard. Mm -hmm. And then some days it's, you know, I feel really at peace Mm -hmm. to be able to go to New York and not have to worry about going to an audition and just Go see plays and have a good time. That's my answer. Yeah. What's your answer, Emma?
0: Yeah. Um. I think my answer is similar to yours. I think the ironic thing is like, I think in order to quit something, you actually have to be doing that thing. And I actually hadn't been doing that thing for a long time. Mm. <laughs> like I, I wasn't booked like <clears throat> because of COVID. I mean, no one was like, no one was booking anything. And. I think I realized, which is funny to just trace God's faithfulness in this, because when we did that first interview at the end of season one, where you and I interviewed one another, I was always just kind of like, it's the people like it is the people for me. And so I think I've come to realize that what I miss in not pursuing acting right now is like, I just miss people. I miss my friends in the theater industry. I miss like I miss being able to have language around like how was this audition or how was this audition? But I think at the end of the day, like God, even in theater and I didn't realize this was what it was. Is like, I don't know if I was ever really called like to be an actor. I think God was always calling me into being an advocate for the arts and an advocate for storytelling. Mm -hmm. And I realized like, there's nothing I love more than like going to watch my friends in shows, Mm. like going to watch and be able to like support them and being able to storytell, like you said. So I think the, like the long answer to that question is like similar to you. Like I'm not acting right now. Um, I I'm still represented and I'm still auditioning, um, for like things that come my way, but I'm being like a lot pickier about what I audition for. And then I, I definitely want to act again after I like have kids and like can play the roles that I was destined to play like Donna and Mamma Mia and like Evan's mom and Evan Hansen yeah. or David Hansen. So I feel like my time for acting wasn't even quite right. Like I mm-hmm. think I came to realize that there were a lot of women who are around my age and who, who are honestly just frankly willing to try harder than I am <laughs> and willing to like do more things than I am for, the sake of like their art because they are doing it for the sake of the art where I was doing it to like honestly like have a good time with people who I think God made like the most fun kind of people in the world um so yeah so that's my answer I mean we kind of dove into that I don't know if that's helpful for anyone I just think I mean I don't know if that ruins our credibility for anybody or if it hopefully will allow you to realize that God is just really um really involved and he's not just like he doesn't just stick people on the earth and like program them for passive ministry it's like he's interwoven and he is has a hand in every single part of our lives um and for Philip and myself that just happened to mean that like he was going to equip us as storytellers and then call us to do it somewhere else yeah um which is really cool so yeah. anyway that can be the end of that conversation oh yeah
1: totally and if you are an actor and you feel that like that's where god wants you to be like do not let our words be words that make you think that what you're doing isn't what you're supposed to be doing right now. Like, Like, please do it. Please do it. We need you. Um, and obviously like with us, with the podcast, I think a big, like for me personally, um, in episode or in our new year's episode, I said, you know, I want a full-time job this year Uh and by God's grace and goodness, he's allowed me to have a job inside of, you know, like inside of the thing that, I love, and I get to do, um, you know, church and theater. And what I care about is advocating for arts inside the church. And I get to do that every single day of my job. So don't let yeah. our initial, our paths right now, um, in any way, like discredit your credibility as a, as a believer and an artist, um, right no, now, no, please yeah, do it, please we don't, need, please we do need it. it, please, please do it.
0: We need to cast you.
1: We need to cast you. We need you for our, for yeah. our, for our things. Um, but yeah, I love it. Well, while we're on this kind of, kind of topic, do you want to talk about, you know, maybe what some of the ministry challenges you're focusing or you're walking through right now are, or
0: yeah, I think, I think it's twofold. Um, and I think it's almost this ironic, like juxtaposition of working in ministry and working in the arts, Like, I would definitely consider what I do to be artistry. Like, it's still very creative, and and I'm just doing it in a very, like, big company. Um, I think the hardest part of working in ministry is, for me at least, is, like, trying to uphold. Well, no, that's not true. Mm. Philip, maybe you answer the question yeah. First. yeah, yeah. I actually I'll answer don't think it. I have my answer fully really fleshed out. Yeah. No,
1: that's all right. So I think what I what I would say is both of us are in a very similar place. We have very fresh eyes. We have are very new into this whole working mm-hmm. in ministry full time for lack of a better, mm-hmm. better term. Uh but we've been here for three months. So we kind of that the honeymoon phase of working in ministry is, you know, starting to, starting to wear off. It's a job. Like it really is a job. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the hardest thing every day is to make sure that my focus is on Jesus and not on my ministry. Um, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it, I can do ministry really, really well. Like I, I believe you Mm -hmm. do your job really, really well, Emma. Um, Mm -hmm. but who cares if my like, um, like catering showed up exactly when we need it for the shoot or mm-hmm. that this thing that I rented or location is just awesome. If we miss Jesus mm-hmm. in the process um, yeah, of doing that. Um, so I think that's yeah. been my biggest challenge is just making sure that this, like my focus and, and the reason why I'm here is because Jesus is awesome <laughs> and he gets mm-hmm. like more and more beautiful and, uh, and appealing and, Um, to me every day and I just want to be transformed by him every day is my reason Mm -hmm. of why I want to be here and through that I'm able to advocate for what I feel like he's put inside of me that Mm -hmm. that I have to offer to the place where I work and to the work that I get to do so I think that's kind of the yeah that's my thing I'll say it one more time yeah don't miss Jesus in my process of doing
0: ministry right because it's like it's almost it's almost even, like, comedic to suggest that, like, you could have one without the other, but you really can. I mean, the enemy is so crafty. I'm, I'm reading John Markhamore's book, Live No Lies, uh, just about this right now, and he talks about, like, spirit and truth, um, mm, how in Scripture yeah. it refers to that. and And it's, like, spirit without – you can have spirit without truth or truth without the spirit. It's the combination of the two that, like, aids in transformation. So I think what you're talking about, Philip, is, like, you can you can be in quote unquote ministry vocationally all day long. You can make, you know, Bible verse graphics and you can produce commercials about your church. But if like the spirit of God is not involved in that process, then you're just spewing truth yes. without the spirit. Yeah. Um, and on the other hand of that, like if we have the spirit, like if we have freedom without truth, then like, we're not even claiming to know what we believe. Yeah. Um, And we're not standing behind anything. So I actually think that that would probably be my answer too, Mm -hmm. is just, it is weird getting paid to do this. Um, I think I have to remind myself, there's these weird balances of like, I am being paid to do work that is spreading the gospel, which in some ways feels just kind of weird. Um, So I think it's knowing that that should motivate me to do my job. Like, excellently for the sake of the fact that I'm getting paid, but also just for the sake of the fact that like, God is, this is God's work. Um, So I don't know. I'm still kind of navigating that to be, to be determined on how I actually feel about that. But yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, totally. I think what's interesting about the being paid to do ministry side of things too, is just like, you know, as, as artists, we're always like, (laughs) you know, it feels weird to kind of get paid for what you do. And a lot of times we don't get paid great, which is a whole nother conversation, Um, that we could have but in ministry you know ministry is another famous field where you don't get a ton of you're not getting rich working in ministry um
0: yeah
1: but at the same time you read you know in scripture about you know these like specifically i think of this woman her name's mentioned one time in the entire bible her name's nympha And they talk about her Mm -hmm. financial donations to the ministry of the early church. Mm -hmm. You read about all these people giving Mm -hmm. money um, in the beginning stages of the church as we know it today that Jesus set up um, before Mm -hmm. he ascended back to heaven. And, you know, there's people that can give financially. And I'm often reminded of like the widow's mite because I remember as an actor the moment where I was like, you know, I'm not making much, but I need to be giving to the church. Mm -hmm. Um, I need to be giving my 10%, like it might be little, it might literally be $20 a week, which if you break that down yeah. <laughs> to the 10%, you kind of understand uh, <laughs> the the active salary sometimes. But, you know, right? that me it's doing work. It, it really is getting put to work. Um, and yeah. it's getting yeah. put to work really well, too, from what I'm seeing.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right, right sub yeah, totally. conversation
1: sub conversation there but.
0: yeah sub conversation what's yeah what which question do we want to like kind of end with philip
1: yeah um let's talk about like what is something that you so what's something through ministry that you've come to realize is a lie or believe is a lie and what is something you thought was a lie that you now know is true
0: yeah um, I think that through ministry, not even just through ministry, but just in my own like personal life, it I think something that I now know is a lie and something that just like the world has perhaps planted in our minds to make us feel better is that my efforts like – have nothing to do with my relationship with God. Like I think we've kind of confused this idea of grace or this idea of like once you're saved you're saved with like so then I don't have to work on it anymore and if I feel far from God that's just a bummer. Like I think and we talk about this a good bit and I you know and I don't want to like only make people feel like they need to be like disciplined. Um I like the word like practicing spirituality or like practicing the way of jesus like better than being disciplined Mm because i feel like for some reason we don't like to be told what to do but i think that like one thing i've i've come to believe is a lie is that my efforts or my actions have nothing to do with like my faith um that grace you know while grace is enough and, and grace truly is what's going to like save me in in this life on earth like it does make a difference if I spend time with God and I like read scripture and I try to walk in the way of Jesus. Like I don't get to just, and not even, I don't get to just, it's not even about right or wrong. It's about freedom. It's about like walking in the way of Jesus because he's like, here's this gift. And that's why I think it says all throughout scripture, like those who delight in the law will find freedom. Like, delight in the law. We don't like law. We don't like being told what to do. We're very like in- individualistic, autonomous people. But I've found that like submission, again, like total buzzword, total like ew, I don't like to hear it, but like if I submit to the way of Jesus, like that is freedom. Yep. Not not I get freedom because Jesus saved me, so now I get to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. That's just not freedom yeah. and it doesn't feel like freedom either. Um so I think that's what I've come to believe is a lie um through my personal walk what about you philip
1: i think the thing that comes to mind for me is i have had a really hard time believing that prayer prayer is actually as powerful as it is um mm. there's something about I, I don't know it's it's just kind of like you know what you do before your meals in the south and right. um you pray at church and you pray before all these things but um Real desperate, like, pray, praying out of a place of desperation, and also the knowledge that, like, God says He will hear you. Like, yeah. God actually says, and He's not a liar. God is not a liar. He says that He hears you and He hears your prayers. Yeah. And that,
0: yeah,
1: that's the way that we have access to Him. Like, yeah. that is our direct line. That's not some little, like, you know, I think that, like, the idea of incense that we talk that yeah. we we see come up in scripture a lot uh, <laughs> is something that we have a hard time wrapping our brains around today. But back then, like that would have been every like this is just like smoke billowing and like rising into the yeah. air. Like think of like yeah. the biggest bonfire you can imagine of smoke just rising into the air. When we think of incense today, I think we think yeah. of the little stick that you see at like a sketchy gas station with just a little stream going right. up that kind of disperses like two feet in the air i think our prayers are right. literally billowing bonfires of of our conversation and our ask um with god like yeah i like yesterday at work we stopped before we had like office fun trick-or-treating to pray for one of the guys on staff that had to have an emergency surgery yesterday yeah we prayed and we asked that he would be able to come home tomorrow he, there's no way he should be able to come home from the hospital tomorrow He's coming home from the hospital, like earlier than that. Yeah, like that's a wow. that's an answer to prayer. That's not just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and really understanding that that is that that prayer is real. Prayer has power, and we have to have to have to rely on it. Um,
0: yeah, more often. Yeah, we do. in our
1: lives in our relationship yeah. with Jesus.
0: Right, and I mean I read a book on prayer this summer, and it talks about like how prayer is just asking God to fulfill his already existing promises. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of Billy Graham. I think, yeah, no, this was a Billy Graham quote. He said, um, true prayer is a way of life, not just for cases of emergency. And he says, make it a habit. And when the need arises, you will be in practice. And it also reminds me of this question that Corey Temboom said that like wrecked me. And she was like, she, she basically said, is prayer your steering wheel or your spare tire? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that that's something that it needs to like, like you said, it needs to influence and penetrate like every part of our lives, um, not just be like, God save me from this or God help me from this. It's it's basically God asking like or us asking God fulfill your already existing promises. Yeah. Um, so I like that. I like that um yeah contribution about prayer for yeah, sure
1: love it like if it's going to move if we're going to move the needle in our community it's not going to happen by us just sitting back and hoping that god's going to do something like yes we hope yes we have right. faith prayer is a way right. that we can move the needle in any movement right. I, yeah. of seeing god is worth it
0: <laughs> yeah and i think what's hard too is i think another way that the enemy has kind of like perverted that is by convincing us that prayer and action are mutually exclusive things yes Like when people say like, I don't want your thoughts and prayers, um, they're like, I want action. I think what's tough is that like, we need to be a people that in in walking in the way of Jesus, prayer is action. Like that we believe that prayer intercessing for others with the God of the universe who like created the skies and the oceans and the animals and created our spirits. We have to assert the belief and we have to believe that prayer is an action item. Um, Prayer is not just like, it's not just like silence and solitude. Like prayer is uh, intercession. Like yeah. prayer is asking God, like begging on behalf of him to fulfill his promises. And that that is something we need to do. Um, yes. And I think I felt convicted of that. I tell people like, oh, I'll pray for you, praying for you a lot. And I need to really be doing that. Because if I really believe that prayer is what God says it is, it means that I'm talking to God. Yeah. Um, who has the power to move mountains. Love it. So
1: maybe we'll do a couple prayers, (laughs) prayers about prayer and like maybe teach through, yeah. Teach through how to do that. Teach about some of maybe, um, teach, I guess we are teaching when we do our prayer and meditations, but, um, you know, talk through things like hope and faith, some of the things that, um, there is a prayer on hope that I'm currently working on. So, um, and I'm, God's Pierce. really been moving through me as I've been writing that, but about the things that yeah. don't seem active, a part of the Christian life. Like right. what if we make those things be the most active things? Like what if our hope
0: yeah.
1: is the most active part of my relationship with Jesus, you know, in this season. Wow. So I like that. I'm excited to talk about cool. that. Maybe we'll delve a little bit more into there. Um, Amazing. This has been awesome. Well, this
0: was so great. Yeah. We're, we're, this we're, so we're fun.
1: here hitting the, uh, hitting the 50 minute mark. This was supposed to be like 30 wow. minutes, but this has been great.
0: I know. Well, look at us go. So fun. Um, well, thank you all so much for listening. We we appreciate you being here. If you're new, again, like we don't believe that you listening was a coincidence. We believe that you were here for a reason and we hope that God was able to move in your heart and listening to this episode. Um, yeah, head on over to wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. That's the best way for us to keep track of like our listener engagement and all that stuff. Also, if you haven't left a review, that is an amazing way, like even just algorithmically, for us to be found and be seen. Um, yeah. And if you've listened for a long time, please leave us your words. We love to hear what you all have to say about Narrow Way to Broadway.
1: Awesome. We love you guys.
0: Love it. Love you guys. Enjoy- we'll talk to you, you soon. Yes.
1: Bye, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Narrow Way to Broadway podcast. If you enjoyed, please subscribe and share with your friends. We release new episodes every week. If you want to keep up with what we've got going on, head over to Instagram and follow us at InWayBWay. We'll see you next time.